Kaantajin. Eli se on Amplamentin se ja Kaantajin. Tässä mielessä reinossa ja ei ole klokkana versio. Ja nyt on vakantti. Että on ykkätkin. Asiat on joulafri on morgun. Í kvöld er gamlás kvöld. Ok, við ætlum að klára hérna þessar fjórur blaðsýjur sem við skildum eftir á sínustu kaflan. Í mæli með eigur sínusbúrum og svona. Bara náttu baka. Kíkja á sínustu þátt. Ég geti séð nákvæmlega hversu oft þú hefur lýst á hvert þátt en það ætti ekki að vera vandamál. Hihi. Það sem er að gefið skiðin er að þú hefur hlustað á þessu þættið mjög oft. Ég ætla ekkert að fara dýpri í það. Anyways. You need, you need to know they are. He handed me the paper. Here is the phonetic pronunciation. It's called the sympathetic binding of parallel motion. Practice. He looked even more lupine than before, old and grizzled with no eyebrows. He left to wash his hands. I cleared my mind using heart of stone. Soon, I was floating on the sea of dispassionate calm. I stuck the two bits of metal together with pine pitch. I fixed uh, in my mind the alar, the writing crop belief that the two drafts were connected. I said the words, pulled the coins apart, spoke the last word, word, and waited. No rush of power, no flash of hot or cold, no radiant beam of light struck me. I was rather disappointed, at least as disappointed as I could be in the heart of stone. I lifted the coin in my hand, and the coin on the table, and the coin on the table lifted itself in a similar fashion. It was magic. There was no doubt about that. But I felt rather underwhelmed. I had been experiencing I don't know what I'd been expecting. It wasn't this. The rest of the day was spent experimenting with the simple sympathetic binding Abancy had taught me. I learned that almost anything could be bound together. An iron drab and a silver talent, a stone and a piece of fruit. Two bricks, a, a clot of earth, and one of the donkeys. It took me about two hours to figure out that the pine pitch wasn't necessary. Whew. When I asked him, uh, Ben admitted that it was merely an aid for concentration. I think he was surprised that I figured it out without being told. Let me sum up sympathy very quickly, since you will probably never need to have anything other than a rough comprehension of how these things work. First. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. When you are lifting one drab and the other rises off the table, the one in your hand feels as heavy as if you're lifting both, because in fact, you are. That's in theory. In practice, it feels like you're lifting three drabs. No sympathetic link is perfect. The more dissimilar the items, the more energy it lost. Think of it as a leaky... <laughs> what? Okay, but there's no Google cut them out. Say it off. What? Conduit. 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 water. Oh, okay. It's not fancy. Okay, well, I'm going to Google Translate so I can get the lesser or the fitter of it. It's absolutely Aqueduct, said on. Aqueduct. Think of it as a leaky aqueduct. Aqueduct. Leading to a water wheel. A good sympathetic. No, you saw that. A good sympathetic link has very few leaks. 
and most of the energy is used. A bad link is full of holes. Very little of the effort you put in it, into it goes to, towards what you want it to. For instance, I tried linking a piece of chalk to a glass bottle of water. There was very little similarity between the two. So even though the bottle of water might have weighed two pounds, when I tried to lift the chalk, it felt like 60 pounds. The best link I found was a tree branch I'd broken in half. After I understood the, this little piece of sympathy, Ben taught uh, me others. A dozen, what? After I understood this little piece of sympathy, Ben taught me others. Ah, okay. A dozen dozen sympathetic findings. A hundred little tricks for me for channeling power. Each of them was different. Uh, was a different word in a vast vocabulary I was just beginning to speak. Quite often it was tedious, and I'm not telling you the half of it. Ben continued giving me a smarter, smattering of lessons in other areas. History. Arithmetic. Arithmetic. Oh my god. Oh, arithmetic. Um. Uh, history, arithmetic, and chemistry, but I grabbed at whatever he could teach me about sympathy. He doled out his secrets sparingly, making me prove I'd mastered one before giving me another, but I seemed to have a knack for it above and beyond my natural penchant for absorbing knowledge, so there was never too long to wait. Never too long a wait. I don't mean to imply that the road was always smooth. The same curiosity, curiosity that came that made me such an eager student also led me into trouble with fair regularity. One evening, as I was building up my parents' cookfire, not cockfire, I apologize, my mother caught me chanting a rhyme I had heard the day before. Not knowing that she was behind me, she overheard as I knocked one stick of firewood against another and absent-mindedly recited, Seven things of Lady Luckless. Keep them underneath her black dress. One a ring that's not for wearing. One a short word not for swearing. Right beside your husband's candle, there's a door without a handle. And a box no lid or locks. Luckless keep her husband's rocks. There's a secret she's been keeping. She's been dreaming and not sleeping. On a road that's not for travelling. Luckless like her riddles. What? Lackless likes her riddle reveling, reveling. I did not do it justice. Great. I had heard a little girl chant as she played hopskip. I'd only heard it twice, but it had struck in my head. It was memorable, as most child drums are. But my mother heard me and, uh, and came over to stand by the fire. What were you just saying, sweet? Her tone wasn't angry, but I could tell she wasn't pleased either. Something I heard back in Fellows, I said evasively. Running off with town children was l- largely forbidden activity. Distress turns quickly to dislike, my father told new members of our new troop. So stay together when you're in town and be polite. I laid some heavier sticks on the fire and let the flames lick them. My mother was silent for a while, and I was beginning to hope she would leave it alone. And she said, It's not a nice thing to be singing. Have you stopped to think what it's about? He hadn't actually. It seemed most nonsense rhyme. But when I ran it, uh, ran it back in my head, I saw the rather obvious sexual innuendo. It do, 
I didn't think about it before. Her expression grew a little gentler, and she reached down to smooth my hair. Always think about what you're singing, honey. That's a beautiful draw. Let me just sing a Doja Cat, Tala, Tigger, or just live my life, okay, Miss Girl? Tony. Her expression grew a little gentler, and she reached down to smooth my hair. No, you're worthless. Sorry. I seemed to be out of trouble, but I couldn't keep from asking. How is it any different than part of for all of us wanting? Uh, like when Fane asked Lady Peril about her hat. I heard about it from so many men. I wish to see it for myself and try the fit. Pretty obvious what he's talking about. I watched her mouth go firm. Not angry, but not pleased. Hehe. <laughs> then something in her face changed. You tell me what the difference is, she said. I hated bait questions. The difference was obvious. One would get me in trouble and the other wouldn't. I waited a while to make it clear I had given the matter proper consideration before I shook my head. My mother knelt lightly in front of the fire, warming her hands. The difference is, go fetch me the tripod, would you? I knew too much. She gave me a gentle push, and I scampered off to get it from the back of her wagon as she continued. The difference is between saying something to a person and saying something about a person. The first might be rude, but the second is always gossip. I brought the tripod back and helped her set it over the fire. Also, Lady Peril is just a character. Lady Lachlis is a real person with feelings that can be hurt. She looked up at me. I didn't know. I protested guiltily. I must have struck a sufficiently piteous figure because she gathered me in for a hug and a kiss. <laughs> it's nothing to cry over, sweet one. Just remember to always think about what you're doing. She ran her hand over my head and smiled like uh, like the sun. Oh, one other day, I think. I imagine you could make it up to both Lady Lachlis and myself if you found some sweet nettle for the pot tonight. An excuse to escape judgment and play for a while in the tangle of trees by the roadside was good enough for me. I was gone almost for the words left her mouth. <laughs> I was gone almost before the words left her mouth. I could also make it clear that much of the time I spent with Ben was my free time. I was still responsible for my normal duties in the troupe. I acted the part of the young patron needed to help paint scenery and sew costumes. I ripped down the horses at night and rattled the sheet of tin backstage when we needed thunder on stage. But it didn't bemoan the loss of my free time. A child's endless energy and my own insatiable lust for knowledge made the following year one of the happiest times I can remember. Cute. Okay, I love that. And I'm going to ask you 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 to